Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you with another episode of the show. We are going to start it off right now with uh, one who is no stranger. We, we, I love talking to him. It is Neil Flory. Normally, we're talking about what is going on at the uh, music department over at JCC. But uh, on top of that, Neil, uh, you know, being the head of the music department over there, Neil has himself a new book, a, a collection of poetry. It is called Mud Trombones Knotted in the Spill, a collection of poems. So uh, we're going to get a little more personal. We're going to kind of like learn more about that side of Neil, get into his writing, and let you know about a book from a, uh, I mean, now local, kind of a, I guess I could call you local author in a way. So there, there you go. <laughs> Neil, how sure. are you? I'm great, man. Nice to be here. Great to be here. Thanks for, thanks for the opportunity. I, I'm excited again. Like, I mean, we're kind of going on... You know, another side of things, I know normally when we're talking, we talk a lot of music, we talk a lot about JCC. So, like, I mean, I guess the thing to start with that, because music is obviously so prominent in your life, but so is poetry, which one came first? When, like, like going way back, which one did you discover first? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good question, Anthony. And and you're right. I mean, uh, it, seems like, it seems like a lot of people know me, you know, in my, in my roles in the music world, um, but poetry is... is you know another side of my soul so to speak and i love it just as much as music um and you know so i'm really glad to uh to be able to to share this you know this poetry this way as well uh differently so um anyway yeah you asked me um you asked me which one came first yeah. right yeah it's an interesting question i was i was fascinated by both of them from an early age um, I was drawn to both of them from a very early age, from from you know when my age was single digits, you know. Um, the, but I actually I actually started writing poetry before I started writing music. Uh, oh, so really? so I actually started trying to write poetry. I mean, when I was eight or nine, I think oh, wow. I, I did my first attempts. You know, I mean, obviously that you know some something that a child would write, but but you know, at that point, I was I was I was definitely fascinated by music at that point, but I just didn't know enough about music to actually try to write music. Music, yeah. music, as you know, requires. Um, some technical knowledge, you know, of how to put chords together and things like that, yeah. that, 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 you know, it takes a little more time maybe to acquire. Um, whereas poetry, I mean, if you know a language, then you can start, you know, trying to put words together in that language, you know? So, um, so, so yeah, I mean, my first, I've, you know, I've been writing poetry longer than I've been writing music really. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, mo most people don't, don't know that about me, but no, but I guess now more people will. So that's good. <laughs> definitely. You know, you just also kind of brought up this interesting thing that I never thought of, like with that, with like kind of being able to jump into poetry, maybe a little, a little easier than like, obviously, just you have to learn how to make chords and what a chord is and all these different things like making music, kind of the parameters of like learning. 
Like, it almost makes me think, is there any way of taking lessons for like that, where you can take music lessons when you start out and you can kind of learn that craft, you can do that. Is there any other way of kind of learning poetry besides just writing it? You know what I mean? Like, is there anything comparable like learning music in that? I've never thought of that before. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, I guess there are, there, there may be in certain certain cities and whatnot, I think there are writers who offer like individual instruction and things like that. I've I've never, never gone that route myself. Of course, there's creative writing classes and things that people take and stuff. So I, I guess there are certain, certain avenues for it. Um, uh, for, for me, I just was always drawn to it. And, and I, you know, of course we all start by imitating certain things that we have read or, or listened to in the case of music. And so, you know, I just started, just started, you know, doing that and, 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 you know, to see where it would go. So nice. Yeah. Was poetry like, it it sounds like, like, you know, with, with like writing, I feel like there's so many different kind of like creative writing was poetry the first kind of creative writing that you got into, or was there anything prior to the, prior to poetry that you kind of enjoyed writing? Is there any other kind of creative writing for you? Um, I mean, I can't think of anything prior to that. I, I have also enjoyed, I mean, you know, as a kid, I also enjoyed writing essays quite a bit. Really? Even as a college student, enjoying writing papers, you know, and things like that. Um, I, as a kid, I also tried to write fiction a bit too. I was oh, never, nice. I was never great at fiction really, but I always wanted to be able to write, you know, like, like short stories or even longer fiction. Um, but that was, I never, I found that that wasn't my, that wasn't my thing, so to speak. But, but I can't think of anything that preceded poetry in terms of creative writing, but I certainly have, you know, enjoyed other kinds of writing. But, but poetry's always, like for writing, poetry's always been my, my first and foremost and, and beginning and ending and, you know, my heart and soul, really. Who were, who were like those early, you know, again, like everyone has those. You're talking a second ago, like you kind of like take from those people. Because you got to. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. who were those originators for you? Who were kind of the first ones for you for uh, writing poetry? Probably the first the first like major influential poets on me were the, were the romantics, you know, uh, the the English and and um, you know the, the I mean Keats and Wordsworth and Shelley and William Blake and Byron and you know th- those poets. Uh, so you know the 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 British romantic poets probably were my first you know influences because uh, I mean those are some of the first first poets that I think everyone reads in school, at least everyone from my generation. So, so I was exposed to them, you know, fairly early. And I mean, they were great poets, you know, uh, no doubt. So, so they, they were my earliest, but then of course, since, Snowballing since from then, there. yeah, I mean, since then I've read a lot, you know, and, um, and I, I mean, these days, I read everything. Um, I, I really, uh, I still like the romantics, you know, but I read also a lot of, you know, 20th century, 21st century poetry. I mean, uh, definitely a lot of modern and contemporary poetry. Um, but yeah, they, they were probably among the first to, to you know, influence me. My, I, my earliest, well, not my earliest, but like the poems I wrote in my teens, I think a lot of those were sort of trying to be in a, in a romantic, you know, romantic style i mean i mean the style of romanticism you know yeah. the, the 19th century i think they were drawing from that as influences you know so nice nice any any of those like early influences do you still kind of find in your writing like that's kind of the, you know you, you have those like initial things that kind of get you into it and kind of shape 
your writing and all that, do you still feel like you find traces of that or traits in your writing? Do you still find some of those early influences? Do you feel like currently? I yeah, my my I mean if if you read my writing these days, it, it definitely is not, you know, I mean, I, I don't think it's it's close to the romantics at all. Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely modern poetry. I mean, and and it's definitely not conventional. A lot of it goes way beyond the conventional. Um, I mean, you know, I of, of course, of course, I've read, you know, and continue to read a lot of wide variety of poets. But um, I mean, other more, you know, uh, more recent influences, I guess you might say, are people like E.E. E. Cummings. I mean, I could see his I can see his influence in my work. Um, you know, Jack Kerouac, I love, oh, I love, uh, love Kerouac. yeah, yeah. Lawrence Ferlinghetti. I mean, you mentioned Bukowski. Yeah. So, sometimes I see Bukowski's influence. Bukowski. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I see him in there. Um, I mean, I love Mary Oliver. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily see her influence as much, but sometimes, you know, it, ju- it just depends. So those are like some more of the most recent, but you know, you talk about the early ones. Can I still see them in some of my work these days? Yeah, I can see traces of the romantics, like like their lyricism, their imagery, their passion. Uh, I mean, you know, for me, the romantic poets were always like, I, I, I think one reason I was drawn to them was because they were very passionate people, you know. Uh, I mean, they have deep passion about anything that they would write about, you know, and I'm I consider myself a very passionate person. My poems are not as long as theirs in many cases. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, modernism reduced the length of poems. I think <laughs> modernism reduced the length of everything, you know, in, in the arts, really. And uh, and I mean, that influence is definitely there. So my my poems are in many at least in, in large part, a lot shorter than many of the romantic poets, their, their work. But yeah, I still see traces of some of their, some of their work. I should also mention Walt Whitman too. Um, just, you know, a giant of a poet and one of my, probably one of my top three, if I had to name like, you know, the greatest of all time. And I still see his influence, you know, to some extent as well, his passion, just that kind of passion and lyricism. I speak in a very different language than those poets. I mean, my style is very, very different. My style is much more, uh, you know, 21st century, for lack of a better word, definitely goes way beyond the conventional. Some of it you might even say experimental, um, you know, for lack of a better word. But but yet I can still see traces of some of their influence. So that's an interesting question. That is it's cool. I mean, again, like even if they're not like, outwardly like that it's cool to be like oh yeah like you can you can still tell those things like you're still leaving some kind of you know impression on you yeah let's uh you know let's get into this though i mean again mud trombones knotted in the spill it is a collection of poems like tell us a little bit about this like what what will we find in this book what will we you know maybe it's kind of hard to describe your own work but how, what do you think people find in this book <laughs> well that's that's <laughs> yeah a that's, that's a heavy question <laughs> I, I think you're going to find a little bit of everything. There are there are lyrical poems. There are there are funny poems. There are uh, playful poems. There are are you know um, uh, darker poems, more melancholy poems. There are uh, just just a whole range of things. Really, poems that that that. Uh, contemplate existence uh, in one way or another. In fact, I think they all kind of contemplate existence in one way or another. They all sort of, sort of, maybe all poems do that in general is, is to, you know, 
ask that question what is you know what is life what is what is death what is all of those things um what are all of those things so um but there's there's a whole range of things some of them are more uh experimental you might say and some of them are are you know uh not as much um but definitely they they i mean they in general go beyond uh the traditional quite a bit um and and uh I mean, you know, rhyming is is not something I do very often. There are there are episodes of rhyme, so that sometimes happens. But you know, they they are not rhymed, metered, mostly free verse, you know, type things. Um, I, I'm into the visual as well. So if, if you look, nice. you know, uh, I mean, that's a thing with with modern and contemporary poetry is is uh, the visual arrangement of words on the page oh, and the use cool. of yeah the use of the use of punctuation or lack thereof the use of the use of uh, of unconventional punctuation the use of of uh, symbols punctuation as symbol uh, to suggest or symbolize certain things. Uh, you know, all of that shows up in, in some of these poems, and I'm very much I'm very much into that as that's well. Really, that's like a whole nother. It seems like a whole nother like art form on top. Like besides just writing the poem, doing it in that way, like seems like a whole nother like set of skills. That's well, really yeah, neat. yeah, it's 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 a whole nother thing that that we can that we can use to express ourselves with and play with. A lot of people have done it. I mean, I'm I'm far from the first, and I I will not be the last, of course. Um, you know, one I mentioned E. E. Cummings. He was he was probably one of the, one of the first to really you know experiment with that in a big way. You know, and paved paved the way for for a lot of people. You know. Uh, with that, um, but but yeah, so it's yeah, it's another way we can express ourselves. It's another another uh, thing that we can play with and explore, you know, and um, another another way to add another element to the poem. So that's so neat. That's really that, <laughs> that's cool to me. I mean, again, like I mean, I don't I don't know that world very well, so like I've never even really thought of that like writing it again in that style. You know, you kind of you think of the I guess the traditional way you would you would maybe see a poem or something on a page you know piece of paper and it's like oh no kind of like you know flips it all over I really yeah. like it I really yeah. like that. well hey yeah yeah thanks as, yeah. as far as you know again it's a collection of poems were these written specifically or or any of them maybe that maybe it's different for all of them but were any of them specifically written for this or were they kind of a collection like throughout the years you know what I mean was anything written for this book or were they kind of all collected for this. They're all collected for this. I mean, I just I just write and write and write, and uh, you know th- these poems actually go back about twenty years. So oh, wow. the, the oldest of them, yeah, the oldest of them is about twenty years. A lot of them are from recent years. A lot of them are from within the last two years or so. But they are really scattered across the, across the last twenty years, pretty much. Um, I mean, I wanted to put together a collection. So, so in thinking about a collection to try to put together, you know, I, I just started looking through all my poems and which ones do I think would go together. I wanted to, to have to create a certain feel. There's, there's variety within the collection, but I, I feel like there's also some, some, some unity, for lack of a better word. I mean, they're all kind of in, in the same stylistic ballpark. It's a fairly big ballpark, really, but, but they're all like, like I have other poems which are not included here, which are completely different in a completely different style. So I, I did want to I did want to pick some poems that would all go together in a collection and and have certain 
stylistic and and maybe some thematic elements in common you know so so in 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 putting together a collection i i looked through you know most of my poems and you know which ones would i want i the the idea started to develop of a collection having this kind of feel and and well which ones would kind of fit that you know so that's how kind of how how i put it together really i i mean as as i always like to bring everything back to like music kind of thinking of the collection of poems and doing it that way like is there still kind of that sequencing? Do you still think of sequencing where it's like this poem next to this one works really well? Or maybe this is a good opener. Maybe this is a good closer. I mean, do you kind of do that as well with like a absolutely. collection of poems? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the sequencing, I, I spent quite a while experimenting with the sequencing, which, you know, what order should they go in? And yeah. and, and I really I really like the order that they're in. Um I mean, I just I feel like the first one is is a, an appropriate opener. The last was the last one is an appropriate closer. Uh, you know, I mixed it up. You know, to where there are shorter poems mixed in with longer ones. You know, I mean, for me, a long poem is two pages. You know, um, so so yeah. But but for me, a short poem is you know four or five lines maybe or something. You know, so um, so you know wanted to mix that up so so that that you know there's variety in the order that way too. So yeah, I mean, definitely the order was was really important for me. Was it was it and it sounds like it might have been sure like going through years in I mean all of your writing and stuff I'm sure they're your babies I mean did were things have to did things have to be cut and stuff I take it was there like cutting things and kind of being like you know I kind of want this in here but it either doesn't work or we don't have space for it I mean were you kind of getting down to that where you had to start really picking and whittling stuff for the book um well actually uh once I had the collection um I, I did that in the first stages, like putting the collection together, like d- deciding which poems to include in the collection, like before I even submitted it to this publisher. Um, I, I mean, I did that, like, and, and I had to make some of those choices, like, you know, I like this poem, but I don't think it fits in this collection, you know. Um, but once I had the collection, I mean, this this publisher they actually were interested in the whole collection, which I was overjoyed at, of course. Nice. And then they even they even said, could you add a little more, you know? Uh, so then I added a little more. And, and for that, I also had to make the same choices, uh, which poems I had to go back through my poems and find some that I felt would fit uh, and which poems that I don't feel would fit. I had to, you know, I had to make choices yeah. there. Um, but I mean... All of that was done by me, actually. The, the publisher was, was very, I mean, they were, they, they you know, they, they didn't ask me to, to cut anything. So, that's um, nice. So, yeah, I mean, I can't complain. I mean, that's, you know, this publisher is super awesome. They, they've, been, they've been just amazing the whole time, uh, and they still are. And it, working with them has just been an amazing experience. So, so they were, I mean, I was overjoyed. They were interested in all of those and they, they uh, seemed to like my choices. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know I told you before, but I mean, again, like huge congrats for getting it published. I, mean, I, I yeah. talked to enough authors to know that's not always easy to get published. So, I mean, like that is, that is really cool to have somebody like who like obviously believes in your work like that. Who did publish it? Who is the publisher? Uh, the publisher is Artadolia Press. I'm proud to, to say nice. I'm part of their catalog. Um, Artadolia Press, that is, that is it, it's a really interesting word. It's A-R-T-E-I-D-O-L-I-A. 
for anyone who wants to look them up on the web, they've got a great website. You know, I'm on there. All their authors are on there. Artadolia Press. They're based in New York City. Nice. And yeah, I mean, they, I mean, this publisher and me, we just, we just go together like, like bread and butter. I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. I mean, you know, I, I was just overjoyed to, to find them. And um, you're right, it is very difficult. I mean, I, I never really expected, is. yeah, I never expected to find a publisher with whom my work would resonate like this. And I was just overjoyed that, you know, that that, that came about, really, so. Is this your first book? I mean, is it, do you have any other books like or collections out there? Is this your first one? This is my first published book. Oh, nice. Congrats I've, I've again. Thanks. Yeah, I've, I've had, I've had uh, you know, a variety of poems published in journals over the years, you know, individual poems in various journals. Oh, nice. You know, so yeah, I've done that. But this is my first, my first published book. So again, I could not be happier about it. I was just overjoyed to, to find this publisher um, and that my work, resonated with them and again working with them has just been such an awesome experience the collaboration it's really a collaboration and the collaboration has just been one of the best collaborations i've ever had and i've collaborated with a lot of people on a variety of things so this has just been just been one of the best collaborations ever and i just couldn't be happier um i i will say you know you're right it is difficult and the way this came about was just was was so serendipitous um Whenever I send anything to, to a publisher, I always like, I research them. You have to, you know, you have to look at. It's very wise. Yeah, I mean. Some you, people don't, I don't think, to be honest. Well, yeah, you, but you have to look at what they want and, and the kind of stuff they publish and then ask yourself, you know, do I think that they would be interested in my stuff? So I, I found a journal called Swifts and Slows, uh, which I was interested in. It turns out this publisher also publishes that journal. Oh, nice. um, but finding that journal led me to this publisher, like like their their book publishing part of, of their business. And um, so I looked on their website and started to read like you know what they want and what they're interested in. And I'm like, yeah, this is like this sounds like me. I mean, you know, this sounds like like we would be a like like I would be a great fit maybe for what they want. And so I thought, what the heck, I'll put together a collection and I'll send it to them, see what they think. And I fully expected them to say thanks, but no thanks, because that's always what happens. I mean, that's what happens every time, you know? I mean, I mean, in the publishing world, you, you just expect that. I mean, yeah. you know, um, it, it's not personal. It's just part of it. You know, you don't you don't take it personally. You just it's just part of the game. It's just the name so of the game. That's the name of the game. So I totally expected them to say, say, well, thanks, but no thanks. But instead, they said, you know, this this looks good. We could work with this, you know. And, and I'm like, whoa, you know. So <laughs> so then it went from there. We we spoke and and uh, and you know, and yeah. I mean, the collaboration just uh, we just started started working on the on the collection and been a great collaboration. And as you can see, they 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 release a beautiful product. I mean, it does they create look a very cool. Yeah, they really create nice a beautiful looking. product. Um, the cover art is by Randy Silve. Uh, who's uh, one of the you know one of the one of the editors for Artadolia Press and and one of the people who runs it and um, she's a great visual artist and a writer herself uh, as well and I mean you know I could not be the product is just beautiful uh, as you can see really nice. so yeah and and if you look at the the typeface I mean and and everything is perfect I mean I mean they they were so diligent about. 
making sure there was no typos, making sure everything, all the words were in the right place on the page. And I mean, just, I could not be happier. I mean, really. It's such a good, like, it does. It seems like you, like, fit on their roster perfectly. Like, seems like you work well together. Yeah. Like, you're good on there. You're good for them. They're good for you. Like, it's a nice, yeah, it seems yeah. to be a good relationship. Yeah, such serendipity, really. I mean, I, I just... Yeah, I mean, I, I I just couldn't ask for better. So so yeah, me, it makes me happy. I mean, again, it makes me happy to see someone in the air, you know, really doing it with the book. And again, like, and I'm sure, you know, I mean, we're talking publishing, but I'm sure whatever anyone listening who does something creative, I mean, you know, they're trying to get your band signed or trying to like, I don't know, get into an art exhibit or something. Like, you're always kind of that rejection or trying to get in. Right, so right. when it actually works, that is that is nice. Yeah, it yeah. It sounds like everything worked with this, basically. Yeah, it really did. And, I, and I'm just, I could not be happier. So, yeah. Um, you know, and, and another thing I might mention, you know, you see the title, Mud Trombones, Not in the Spill. I, I like to, I like to, I like to create words, mud trombones. You know, I, I like to. I, so that's one thing you find in a lot of these poems is is words that don't normally go together, which are put together. I, I like to play with that, and also the musical references are clear. I mean, music is is always near and dear to my heart. So so the musical references. There's a number of poems that contain musical references in them. Um, so. You know, I, I often I'll, sometimes people ask me if if I if I combine poetry and music like like if I if I write music and and then write lyrics for the music. You know, yeah. um, a lot of times I don't do that actually. A lot really? of times, a lot of times my poems are separate from my music, but yet the music they're still connected in concept in theme. I mean, musical references and musical ideas are 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 very very often present in my poetry, e- even if I'm not you know, setting the, the words to, to music specifically, you know, um, so, you know, so, it, yeah, like, like doing, doing so, cause you do obviously multiple creative things. It's not like you just do like one thing, like when you're, would be it poetry or writing music and stuff, do you feel like your creativity, like you're using the same part of your mind or that same mindset, or do you have to almost get into a different creative mindset if it's music or if it's poetry or even even more, maybe it's a certain kind of creative writing that isn't poetry. Like, do you do you almost have to put on a different creative cap for each or do you feel like that's all coming from the same place? If that makes any sense. I feel a little both. It, I feel like it all comes from the same place uh, in, in a lot of ways. But yet I do have to I do have to think differently. I do have to put on a different creative cap for for for, uh, you know, depending on what I'm doing. So. Um, I mean, with music, it depends on what I'm writing for. But if I'm writing for certain instruments, I have to. There's a you know, there's a lot of technical stuff, right? Like, oh, like, like, what is the range of that instrument? You know, um, in what registers does what registral characteristics does that instrument have? Um, you know, I mean, how how should chords be voiced? For instance, would yeah. just be so. There's many with music. There's many like of those types of considerations, you know, I mean, with, with, with other types of writing, of course, it depends on, you know, um, what type of writing you're doing. I mean, you know, if you're writing an essay, then yeah, I mean, it's, it's a creative, uh, of course, creative act, but I, but I feel like, I mean, I think differently with that versus writing a poem, um, cause it's a different mode, you know, um, but yet yeah, it still comes from the same place too. So. That's a, yeah, it's always interesting with people. I mean, when you you know do different things, it might be obviously comes from maybe one place. If you're only doing music, you're only doing poetry. If you're in one lane, but yeah, you know, you're doing all these different things. 
How about, I mean, like, do you currently do any other, like, besides poetry, is there any other kind of creative writing you would say you do, like, on a daily basis? Or, like, when you write, you basically do poetry? Yeah, just poetry. Just poetry, yeah. I mean, I I, yeah, I mentioned, you know, as a kid, I, I tried to write fiction and stuff. Maybe someday I'd, I'd try to write some fiction again, but... but uh, just just poetry really just poetry. so so for now you know i mean i'm not ruling out any anything for the future but you know never say never but yeah yeah exactly but no poetry with 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 writing poetry is definitely my heart and soul so have you had a chance man you know the book's not been out super long have you had a chance doing like signings or readings or anything with it have you been chance to bring it out yet we did we did one at jcc not too long ago nice. which which you had mentioned yes. so that was great and uh you know we had a good audience did some sign did some some, just sign some books there, um, and uh, I haven't I haven't yet had a chance to do other events, but um, you know, hopefully there will be some more in the future. I'm I'm definitely uh, interested in that. Very nice, very nice. You know, we're telling people all about this book and how great it is. Where do we send people for it? I mean, where can we go find the book? I mean, it's definitely something we want people to go uh, find now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, thanks. Well, um, uh, yeah, people can find it on the Artedolia Press website. So again, that's A-R-T-E-I-D-O-L-I-A, Artedolia Press. If, if you just do a Google search for Artedolia Press, you'll, you'll find their webpage. And then on their page, you can find all the books they have, you know, including this one. Uh, and if, if you go to the page for this book, you can read reviews about it. Um, and there's a link on that page. To, well, you can actually look inside the book a little yeah. bit. So to get a taste of it, there's a link on there to, to, to order the book. So if you want to order a copy, you can go to you can go to that link, which takes you to the Lulu page, uh, uh, which is the, the book uh, like distribution service to where you can actually pay, you know, pay and, and have a copy shipped to you. So, so yeah, Artadolia Press website is, is the place to go. So Nice, nice. Yeah. Everyone go grab a copy of Mud Bones, Not in the Spill. I mean, Neil, as we kind of close this out in a second here, we're going to have you uh, do a little reading for us. But before we get into reading, is there anything else we should let people know at all? Any, anything else we should... Uh, Tell the good people. Well, um, if if you're interested in in you know some some new poetry, some some unconventional poetry, in many cases, uh, this is a great place to look. And um, you know, uh, I just encourage people to check it out. Uh, Artadulia, they they publish all kinds of great writing. Um, so I encourage you to check out everything they do. They're they're just an awesome publisher. And again, I could not be more proud and overjoyed to be part of their catalog so yeah nice i mean neil it's always fun talking it's cool to get to like talk the other side of things you know kind of learn more of the uh writing side with you but uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna hear something right now give you a little taste of the book so you, uh we got neil right now giving you a little reading from mud trombones knotted in the spill right here on arts on fire uh, i'll preface this poem real quick by saying just a couple of things the poem is called aria um here, like like many poems, the idea of an aria being used, maybe in a literal sense, but but often in a, in a quite a metaphorical sense as well. Um, I don't I don't like to tell people necessarily what to think, you know, with my poems. I mean, I like I like the reader to bring their own interpretation, whatever that might be. And so, uh, in my poems. 
sometimes I suggest things and imply things that, that aren't necessarily always completely clear, and that's okay, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, one thing I will say, zenith would be like, uh, in music, we use it as like a high point, a high note in a, in a piece of music, like the highest note. Uh, but again, it can be more metaphorical too, you know, not just literal. And the word nadir, N-A-D-I-R, in music, we use it as a low point in a piece of music, like a, the lowest note maybe in a piece of music. But again, this can be more metaphorical too. Um, so I'll go ahead. Aria. Aria zenith and the audience. Ah, the world before this one. So honey sweet, intoxicating vibes in cool summer amber of embellishing time. So easily meandering, so benevolent flow the by and by. To bend is always relevant. Misconception, Aria's nadir, impediment. But the moon's a true precedent. Its harmony's evident for any adventurer willing to climb, willing to chance the shortened limbs to climb straight up off this futile earth, so mute, so heavy and blind. And I'll read one more, if I may. Uh, this one is called Mountainside. We'll figure it out said the derelict philosopher on the barren winter mountainside to the hyperactive cricket singing, laughing, jump and jump again, all my friends to the true barn dance tune of all time, vivace, allegro, presto, in golden haste. Yes, truth time in the shining thread, weaving its way through and past this blessed day. And we hasten to wait, accepted fate, and in such lovely idle haste, not a thing but to always sing. No wait, shouted the old man as an avalanche of a thousand old and cantankerous syllogisms overwhelmed him again. Neil, thank you. That was, uh, that was great. If you like what you just heard, again, Neil Flory's new book, Mud Trombones, Knotted in the Spill. You can find it now. And I'm Anthony Merchant. We'll be back in just a second with more for you right here on Arts on Fire.